Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to The Swirl Suite, everybody. We are back. We're back in action. And everybody's in the house. What's up? Hey. Hello. 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 Have we left action? You said we're back in action. Did we leave? Well, we went a little vacation. We were all we had a sabbatical. Okay. Look, you ain't even noticed. I ain't done no. Oh, I did it. <laughs> Listen, I'll be asleep sometimes. All right. I don't know. I don't know what y'all be. Well, the world is still burning, but how's everybody doing? <laughs> well, just um, told y'all how I, I was doing. I don't know what else to say to that. I mean, we trying exactly. to put out. I don't know. What are we doing? So I'm um, I'm recording from my childhood bedroom. If anybody interested. Wow. Oh. <laughs> okay, put the camera around. I right know there. we got to see well, this. Okay, so now you know it's been modernized, but it used. To I was about to say because you don't have no posters of New Kids on the Block. I know. No, new kids on uh, the no, block. You don't have no. no new edition. Nothing. You don't, no. You know they took they took that down. Turned it into a. Uh, a guest bedroom. I don't even recognize it. I was gonna say it's a somewhere, it's a gift wrapping room. Is that what right? It's mm-hmm. right, pretty much. It used to be hot pink. Oh, oh, hot it was, pink. It was, oh. it was hot pink. I'm slightly not surprised by that. Wait, yeah, so was, what poster was on your wall? So I did have new edition. Okay. And I um am not as much, but I was a big Georgetown Warrior fan. Uh, so I was in love with uh, Georgetown when Michael Jackson played um, at Georgetown. He played with Patrick Ewing. I know he was not like one of the also, <laughs> but, he, <laughs> but he became an actor briefly, briefly. And um, so I had all Hoya, Hoya around okay. in, the bed, in, the, okay. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long time, I was obsessed with Tyson. So Tyson was all over my room for a while. I can see that. Yeah. Especially the, especially the, um, the Coke commercial. Are you talking about Tyrese? <laughs> oh, uh, nope. Wrong dark skin dude. <laughs> I know we all look alike, but that. <laughs> Wow. Okay, well, I'm just going <laughs> to sip on my wine right now. <laughs> Listen, you're going to have to do some editing with that because I laughed no. out. My apologies. That is too no. funny. That, I, I cannot so. leave that out. That has to stay in. <laughs> I mean, you just got to work I on like, the sound. Like, That's all. Like ooh. For the expense of the show, you can leave that in. <laughs> oh, for taking one for the team, Leslie. I'm taking one for the team. Wow. Isn't that special? Wow. Uh, I I don't even know how to do Well, let's pour up another round. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let our guest introduce himself. Derek. First of all, wait a minute. No, uh-uh, no, we're not doing this tonight. Uh-uh, we're going to get this together. So first of all, I'm upset because I was supposed to get uh, my own introduction or a countdown to where I was supposed to introduce myself. Hey, beef. so that's what we got beef. Two. Beef number um, one. Beef number two. Uh-huh. Beef number two. First of all, uh, I can't believe we confused Tyrese with Mike Tyson. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Derek, we just no, met. Like, all right. Hey, hey. In the summer, when I go back to Nashville during the summers and hang out with my family, 
I'd be more at Tyrese than Tyson. So I, I feel away. You know what I'm saying? A, I'm a spectrum. I'm a spectrum. You know what I'm saying? So I, you oh know, I'd be feeling away. You know what I'm saying? There it came in. Oh my God. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I do. I, 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 I take that. Three? I take that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Three yeah, I don't have a third beef. Uh, okay. the, my only, the only third beef is that we, we you know what I'm saying? Um, we we not doing this more often. We don't have. I don't. I want to be the. I want to be the eighth partner. Uh, and just be here every every time y'all shoot. Just because this is fun. This is a, we ain't even started. And I'm I'm out here enjoying myself. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. Um, uh, but we, but so so three beefs after the hair gets done, so we can see what happens. Right. First of all, when we say done, let let's clarify for the public. <laughs> It is done. <laughs> it is done. It ain't did. This is a clarification, a small clarification, right? Like this is this is you know I'm so I have a shoot. <laughs> I have a shoot coming up on Thursday, and um, so I need it to be did for the shoot. But it is done as impassable for public viewing, public consumption. It's just not TV. Uh, visual, it's not TV, uh, done, you know what I mean? Okay. It's a little different, okay. Yeah, it ain't TV, okay. did so you can't. If you zoom oh, in, you might be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, let me, you know, I was asking Tanisha, how do we zoom in? Right, I uh-huh. do it then. Wait, what you mean? No, 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 uh-uh. I said, don't zoom in. No, don't. don't. Uh, oh, I didn't hear the part. I didn't hear the I feel like, what is this, beef number three or four coming? I think that's beef number three or four. Are we supposed Derek. to count too? Sheesh. <laughs> Derek, can you introduce, introduce yourself? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I know. Right, I who are we even talking so, to? I know, right? <laughs> this is a mystery man. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm focused. All right. Uh, my name is Derek C. Westbrook. I am a certified sommelier, a wine entrepreneur, wine culture create, creator, and what a lot of people you know, most people probably know me for is uh, Wine Enthusiast 40 Under 40 cover magazine aficionado. It's not really aficionado, but I was on the cover in 2018 and um, I arguably the best cover ever to be produced from Wine Enthusiast magazine, but you know, I'm maybe slightly biased. So um, that's me. Um, there's some other stuff I've done, but you know, we only have a little time and I'm not that important. So we're not going to talk too much like that. Uh, I mean, we got a couple seconds. What else you got going on? Uh, t- t- tell us, tell us exactly. your wine story. How you get into wine? Oh, oh, we want to just jump. Okay, right in. Okay. Uh, so when I was eight, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Y'all said y'all we don't have story. that much time. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm gonna turn my microphone and camera off. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, girl, I'm tired. Mm. <laughs> All right. I can't believe y'all start playing the music on me. <laughs> At the beginning, we, you know how to play the music with the Grammys when they get tired. Mm-hmm. I see, don't be nodding off. I saw the nod off. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the way I got into one, I'll do it fairly quickly um, and, and as succinctly as possible, which means the same thing, but I digress. Is uh. So I started working in a small Italian restaurant while I was in college um, and I was in education policy change and that was the path. You know, I was going to open and run my own nonprofit. I worked for Kellogg Foundation, worked for one of, you know, a couple Fortune 500 nonprofits um, and that was the path. But 
I fell in love with wine while while in university, um, and it, it took a hold of me. The market crashed while I was while I was in college, and so um, I had you know multiple job offers as a sophomore in college, in preparation to leave, but the market crashed, and so you know all of those nonprofit dollars was gone. So I had to figure out what I was going to do, and you know I did the one thing I knew how to do and had learned up until that point, and that's hustle. So hustling for me was working in restaurants and then moving to Chicago, working at steakhouse, working in a winery, working at steakhouses. And then eventually I became the seller manager at Next Restaurant, restaurant which is currently a one-star mission restaurant. Quit that, had a, what I like to call a core life crisis. And then, um, you know, worked for myself a little bit, failed at that, successfully failed at that, and then became the beverage director at a one-star Michelin restaurant called Elizabeth and and then I decided to turn 30 and you know and a couple of years later here I am hmm. was, that, well. was that short enough I know it was a lot I told you it was a lot I was no I don't like no. to sit down because you said and then decided to turn 30 I'm like oh, right. oh that was a decision. seven because clearly you did all that over a period of alternative of not <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah 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 it was, it was like you go either keep living Negro or, or, you know, or not. Or, yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I think turning 30 was the keep living part. So I figured that that'd be the best way ride I'd take. Got you, got you, got you. So you said move to Chicago. I, I don't know. For some reason, I thought you were originally from Chicago. Where'd you move from? I mean, you know, um, so there, none of us Black folk are originally from Chicago, oh, even if we are. you got deep on me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We all, you know, we all had to take that trip. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Up the, up the I-65, if I'm not mistaken. But um, so I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee, born and raised, Southern gentleman. Um, I apologize if no one recognizes that, that right now. I'm sorry, mama. Um, I probably am not exuding that at the very moment, but <laughs> Southern gentleman from Nashville, Tennessee, born and raised and, um, you know, went to school in Birmingham, Alabama, and eventually... Uh, migrated like many uh many of us do to Chicago um and here I reside next okay. next migration is to France though you know what I'm saying that's the next one well, <laughs> well your your path sounds similar to right. um to trying to live my life I know right yeah I'm just I just heard it's a lovely place it was beautiful when I visited, so I figured, you know, might put a hat there, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Do you so speak? Women lead the way, though. Go ahead. Do you oh, speak? I was just going to ask you, I was curious about some of uh, some of your businesses that you had launched. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so th- there's a current business I have now. I have two businesses now, officially. Uh, and you guys get an exclusive. This is nice. I get to give you an exclusive. But I, I had a, I have a business, Derek C. Westbrook, where we do samples and samples. We travel the country pre-COVID and post-COVID. We travel the country talking about pairing wine with music. So we've done, um, I think, eight cities. Uh, we, we did a little bit in Bordeaux, France. We did, uh, we did one college. We did Stanford University. All this all before you know, the world shut down. And it's, you know, music pair with wine where I teach you about wine through the guise of music and then uh, the newest business venture is uh, Juice at 1340 so many of you probably may have seen me post or talk about or none of you uh, 
in my relationship to a retail spot or slashy what we call in Chicago where it's a wine retail space and you can do on-premise you can sell glasses wine and so forth so that was a space that I was working at and as of Monday um a, a week ago from the day we we're recording I purchased the place you know what I'm saying so majority wow. share owner of the, that space congratulations I'm super excited thank you so much so yeah so bought that um and now we're you know we're starting you know, we re, we're revamping it. So me and, and, and two partners are revamping it and, and creating. So it's, and the cool thing is I did a little research. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty confident. We are the second black owned wine shop, not liquor store, wine shop in Chicago as of now. There may be another, but I haven't seen, I know the owner of the other one quite quite well. And I have not heard of a, of a third, so. Um, Second black owned wine shop. What's shot. the other one? What's the first one? Kim, uh, Kim Bark Liquors. Um, oh, okay. So it's in Hyde Park. Um, love that. Uh, uh, Jonathan oh, Swain is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, saying Jonathan is that dude. Um, and, you know, he's created a legacy, and so watching and seeing him, and, and you know, being able to create a legacy for myself of being, you know, ostensibly the second black owned wine shop in Chicago. You know, it's something, right? It's trying to push push culture forward in, in a way so, so there you go so those that's my exclusive you know what i mean you know new owner cheers cheers to you yeah so cheers. so but the great thing about this is is now i have an excuse so you know if uh if i'm a little slow today and if i look, look a little sleepy because you know we've been working on this thing and we open may 1 uh, oh wow so so yeah i'm not playing we don't we you know what i mean let's go get it so uh so that's that and um, last but not least, um, I, I am rambling a little bit, but last but not least is I'm in the midst of studying for my level three sommelier exam. So, um, you know, I, I don't like sitting down apparently, um, you know, I can't sit still. So I figure I'd do something with my, with that excess energy. So, but yeah, there you go. That's amazing. Congrats to you. That is awesome. Right, I'm like, you. have other questions? <laughs> <laughs> so i have a question um you definitely Please. have a sort of like this electric energy that uh, like i know you sell the hell out of some wine what made you decide <laughs> is that what made you decide like your personality is that what made you decide to go into the retail business versus actual winemaking no, I think the retail business was the easier step for me. It was a natural progression. I mean, going from working in restaurants, like, you know, as a buyer, the natural step was, you know, I actually got a job as a buyer in the retail space mm. and the the pathway seemed very easy. Um, you know, they always say that the best way to make a lot, you know, if you want to be a, a, you know, the best way to become a millionaire winemaker is to start off as a billionaire right so so i didn't have billionaire money so i couldn't become true. a millionaire <laughs> as a winemaker <laughs> so and and i think like i like you know I'll, I'll say it here is you know making wine um having a brand is not outside of the purview by any means right it, you know it's just where i am in, in my process and this step is owning a retail space right and and then you know if and when a brand becomes available to to create an image that i feel works 
then I'm, I'm open to it. But, but retail was the easiest pathway for me to go get this money um, and establish myself to be straight up. What goes into developing like a beverage program? Cause that's what your, your specialty is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. So I've, I've put some thought into this, especially now thinking about building this beverage program, I'd say, and I'll try to, I'll try to keep myself lean on this answer is it depends on the type of beverage program you're producing, you know, having the opportunity to produce a mission star beverage program, and then having the opportunity to produce a beverage program for a retail space is, is, is very different. I think it's finding the voice. I think for me, the key is finding your voice, your identity as to what you like, don't like, and what you want to say with your program, right? Uh, at the greatest beverage programs, the outside of, you know, somebody throwing tons of money at it, is they have a voice, they have a through line, they have a narrative. And I, for me, it's finding that narrative that resonates for you because you don't have to second guess it. So like when I'm tasting with distributors or when I'm thinking about wine or even thinking about the structure of, of how much wine we're having and the types of wine, it's always about what's the narrative? What is the story? What is the thing I wanna get across to the consumer? Um, and then reverse engineering that to think about, okay, how can I make the most money off that? Um, so for me, it starts off with finding the foundation of what you love starting there, right? How can you make money off the consumer? And then always focusing on your weak spots. Like for me specifically, and, and building this new shop and thinking about every beverage program I've started is, where are, the, where are my holes and, and how can I fill those holes? Right? Where am I deficient and how can I grow? And using that deficiency, right, as, as my level of curiosity, because I, I'm eternally curious. So the things I suck at, things I'm bad at when it comes to wine, it's always about, you know, exploring those areas. So, um, but yeah, so there you go. Uh, not so short answer um, to, to a very, a, a very, very direct question. So how do you prevent, um, how do you edit yourself? Because, you know, you have your personal palette, you have your professional mm -hmm. palette, um, but then you have your personal palette and how does that not become like the sole focus of the program and yeah. it's inclusive? Yeah, it's the money does it. <laughs> like, like, let's not let's be straight up with you. It's the check, right? Like, cause the consumers are gonna tell you what they want to buy, and if your palate and what they buying is different, you gonna have to learn, or you are gonna be out of business. So, like that, <laughs> so that, that's a very great <laughs> editing method, and it's uh, it is having two minds. Like, it is thinking about you know what am I, what do I want to sell that I enjoy that I want to drink. And then what is the thing that's going to move the needle as far as making money? Because what I've realized in the game for me that I love to give is if I listen to the consumer and know what they like, I can get them to what, to drinking the things that I like, especially if I'm dope. Like if I'm great and I'm, I'm a good sommelier, then where I, what I like is not actually so far away from where the consumer is, right? It's just that they need a little education, they need a little push, or they need a little incident. Uh, they need to be incentivized. And so there's never, the, the, the gap isn't actually that big. It's how willing are you to take yourself, your stuff, put it to the side and find the consumer and then tie them back into what you love. Because niching down is the key, right? If you can niche down to who you are, 
with with the concern to where the consumer is currently and say, look, I want the consumers here and I want to get them to this point because this is where I'm comfortable and this is what I love, then my job is to make sure I make that path as easy as possible and and still have have breadcrumbs to where I want to be, but still give everybody the thing that they need, right? Because we wine is as a well, we've come to learn, right? We always thought about wine as a luxury item. Wine beer spirits, luxury item. What COVID has taught us is actually wine isn't a luxury. It's more of a commodity. Though. It's as important as orange juice. Damn near, sorry, part of my language, as important as toilet paper. Like if we want to get real, like we saw what happened with wine itself. So, so if we start to think about it in that sense, then, then you know, um, them dollars will tell you what to do. <laughs> if you're listening, they'll tell you what to do. So. What are some, um, are you, do you have like an affinity for a specific wine varietal or like style or region? Yeah. So I only like reds, whites, bubbles, um, uh, dessert wine. <laughs> no rosés. Like, yeah. So those no are the only ones. And rosés. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes rosés. So those are the only ones I like. Um, so like if I had to narrow it down, that'd be my palate. No, um, <laughs> No, so the things, I think there's focuses, it changes um, based on my mood. And I think the, the place I want everyone to get to is I want them to drink moody, right? I want you to drink the thing that you feel at the moment. And the, the key to doing that is um, becoming in tune with what you like and don't like um, and exploring. So for me, my mood right now, and it's been for quite quite a while because I, I like talking about these regions and areas. It's Prerot um, in, in Spain. I really love Prerot. Uh, you know, Catalonia is freaking fire. Um, I love Prerot um, and like the carry-on and Garnage or Garnacha to be technical is absolutely beautiful. It's, you know, underrated. They're making weighty, earthy, inky red ones. So I love that area. I love Loire. Can't go wrong with Loire Valley. And the crazy thing about Loire is you can drink Loire has the entire spectrum of wine drinking. And I like, so it's, a, it's like a cheat code. People are like, oh, what do you like? I like Loire. And they're like, people who know, they be like, oh, you cheating. Cause Loire got red, they got white, they got sweet, they got dry, they got everything. You got big, earthy, funky. And then you got like light, easy drinking, juicy reds. Like they got everything. So I really love Loire because like the way they call it, they call it the garden of France and you can drink across the board. And then last but not least is you know, uh, Canary Islands, like, you know, those are, those are the three areas that you'll probably hear me talk about over and over again. And, you know, it'd become tiring, but it's not for me. And I love Canary Islands because it's off the coast of Africa. It's supposed to be Spanish, but let's, let's, let's admit it. It's closer to Africa. So it's Africa. It sure you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Let's, let's be real. Right. Um, and the soil is black volcanic soil. It doesn't look pretty like most vineyards, right? It looks like it looks alien territory and it's almost impossible to make really really great juice there you know what i'm saying so it, like it's frustrating because you have to you have to mine see, 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 in trouble you fight them um you have to mine you have to be very mindful of of like the wind the salty wind that's coming from from off uh you know from the ocean so you have to be very conscious about everything you're doing when you're producing wines from um, from the Canary Islands. So it's those three areas, Pirat, Loire, Canary Islands, for all different reasons, 
um, but they all hold a special place. And they all remind me of a moment in time during you know, my maturation as well. So, What is everybody drinking? I'm drinking water. Water. Drinking water. All right. Albarino. Nice. Oh, I like the label. I like the polka dots. Well, I'm drinking the 2018 um, Sonoma Coast Pinot Noir from Emeritus. Oh, mm. oh. oh she ain't playing with us. Yeah, okay, <laughs> now, I see you. I see you, you know, Noir. Oh. <laughs> I, drank, um, I drank the Emeritus um, Pinot Noir Blanc yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh, my but God. That one you- will knock your socks off. Really, what's so interesting good. when I got, I was like, they said three peanut noirs. So it was dark in the house because the bottle is just, you know, right. it's not as translucent as most white wines in the bottle. So then I held them up the next one. I was like, oh, shiitake. This is a white <laughs> peanut <laughs> I'm saving that one. So I figure out how to and see how that goes. So. Yeah, it's, it's only a- the it's only the third one I've had like in my wine drinking days, but oh my god, this is this is the mm. best one I've had. It's very oh, okay. Good. Yeah, okay, I, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Can't wait. But yeah, this you know, Pinot Noir is not one. Of my, Derek talked about this. What you drink, what you have an affinity for, um, and the, my dear friends of the Swirl Street will tell you. I always used to say the Pinot Noirs that I initially got introduced to. To me, they was just so light in the ass. I just <laughs> went with my cabernet. <laughs> I'm the red wine. Give me a cabernet. Give me a pinotage. Give me something with some weight to it. Um, but uh-huh. I must say, this pinot noir, it ain't light in the ass. It got a little. I got some body. Might, might a little junk in the trunk. Say the old pinot noir you was drinking. If the wind blow, it might fall over. It might, you know, what well, might fall over. So, um, it wasn't one that I would go to if I was looking at a wine menu. So I would go to another varietal if I was in the mood for it at the time. But this one I could, I could drink. So I'm, uh, I'm happy about this. So I can't wait to get into the other ones and see what they have in store. Cause this one, you know, has a little, um, enough weight on it and, um, enough fruit and acidity that it can age. So I might let the other one sit a while because yeah. it's Russian, it's Russian River Valley, the 20 the 2018 vintage. So mm-hmm. excited about how these turn out. I'll drink the white next. Yeah. Oh. It seems like Pinot Noir is making a comeback. Like mm-hmm. people talk to people, they'll say, you all say, you know, what do you enjoy drinking? Pinot Noir. Like it rolls off of people's tongue now. And I don't know if that's because mm-hmm. that's what they hear other people, but mm-hmm. often I'll hear people say. Oh, Pinot Noir, which is interesting because usually I think that um well I think ever since Sideways, Pinot Noir was probably booming after it came out because yeah. the main character was obsessed with it. That's with Pinot so yeah. yeah. But then it kind of but it kind of subsided. You think so? Yeah. And then people were talking mm. more about cabs, da 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 da. And but now you hear Pinot Noir. I've always been a cab girl. I don't care where it's from. <laughs> so Derek, what you drinking? Uh, so I got a story about one. Of, of course, of course, you do. Oh. You know, you know, I do. You know, no, no. 
Uh, hey, I saw that. I saw oh, wait a minute. Let me put my timer. <laughs> I'm not dealing with y'all. I'm not. You know what? I forget. The story just went away. I don't know what happened. Oh, damn. <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh, so, so I'm, dr- I'm actually drinking a canned wine right now. Um, so a canned Zinfandel from Sans. Uh, so they're in, they're in uh, Lake County, I think. Sorry. So I, I left it. So to be fair. I left a tasting um, of rosés, um, ro- orange wine, rosé, and then some canned wine because, of course, we're opening a shop. So, you know, and, and thinking about what wines that I can not only sell that, that meet the idea of what I love, but also like practicality. And we're not far from a, a um, we're not far from United Center. So oh. where people like to walk and drink on the way to, to, to go to games. And we're not far away from like two dog parks and then two like large parts. So, you okay. know, people are moving. So like, so I've been big into canned wine recently when we were tasting some stuff and this one tasted beautifully, but it was really cold. And so, uh, you know, they hooked, hooked me up and let me take it with me. So I put the canned wine in my coat pocket. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you know, I, have to use it. I need to taste it when it gets warm. So that's what I'm drinking now. So it's, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I can tell you where it's from. And the nice thing is, is like, uh, a 375 milliliter can, so it's half a bottle, and the alcohol percentage does everything people want. 13.9, so you know what I'm saying? We ain't playing no games. But it's from, I can tell you where it's from, actually. I'm not, I don't want to. Oh, Mendocino. So, Poor Ranch Vineyard, Mendocino. Um, it's 2018. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm just trying to figure out, you know, I'm high low. Uh, this is, this is, you know, how can I get you drunk as fast as possible and send you on your way um, when you go to the park, so. So yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. It's actually surprisingly good. Was I was very concerned, and what, you know, what great I'm still drinking. Zinfandel. Zinfandel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you Why know, we you have a lot of well, so like with some canned wines, like it depends mm-hmm. on, you know, I, for for us when it comes to canned wine, I want it. My my motto is: if you take it out of the can and pour it into a glass, and you take. A, a bottle of wine that's at the same price one poured into the glass. Can you not only can you taste the difference, but is the quality level gonna be the same? Right. And my big my other concern is again, right, is with canned wine, I know what the goal is. It's to consume fairly quickly, or it's to pack a lot of them, right? Put on your person in a cooler and you're gonna be drinking them as you're moving around. So there's no way you're gonna be able to maintain temperature, right? So how does that canned wine hold up? when it's really cold versus as it starts to warm up. And so like, I'm really, I critique those wines a little bit more aggressively than I would bottles because that's the thing that when people go out and they, they're hanging out with friends and they hand you a can of wine, like if I got the dopest one in the city, they're gonna say, I got it from here. Um, but if, if it's trash, you know, they're not gonna say nothing. And then, <laughs> and then, and then that's even worse at times, so yeah. That was my concern. It is my concern always. So. Cool. So well, we'll be looking to get some samples for you from you to um, review on our podcast. Thank you. I got you. You already know. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I love that one. I love that. That was smart. I like doing <laughs> so, so Derek, this part of the show, um, we're going to play like um, a rapid fire question game. Oh, wait. Before we get to the rapid fire, Leslie, you had a question. Oh, so Derek, why did you decide to open a business now 
when so many businesses are closing. Oh, good question. And, and, and you, you're relying on foot traffic and people coming to you, aside from your seller reputation and everything else. But why now? Yeah, so there's a, I'll give, I'll give a very specific answer for, for this space and I'll give a general answer. For this space, is, it was a business that was successful up until December. So through, through the, the heaviest parts of COVID and it closed because of changes within the family. And so it was a good business model already. So like, there, you know, it, it was smart to, to buy into a good business model. And I'd ran it before I'd been a part of it. So I knew, I knew where the bodies were hit. I knew what was successful, what it wasn't. So that's that. But particularly what I've, like what I've read and seen and heard is, you know, there were more millionaires made during the, during the Great Depression than any other time, right? It's because when there's blood in, in the, uh, and I heard this a couple times, when there's blood in the street, right? You keep selling, you keep buying, yes. even if mm-hmm. that blood in the street is yours. And so my mindset was like, if, if I can make it through the lean years, like if I can tighten my belt and make it happen right now, then when that wave comes and everybody starts to catch back, then I'm catching that wave with them. I'm not, I'm not trying to get ready to catch a wave, but I've already got everything established. So when that wave comes, I'm there. And, and you know, you know, I like pain. Like, right? like, like, like I, we like pain. So like, you know, there, there's something that comes with like there's an opportunity. To, this was a great opportunity um, and was part of the f- portfolio of all the things I want to do. And I ain't gonna lie to you, like, you know, the universe, God, whoever you believe in, like, it felt right to things, you know, the universe co- coincided to, on my behalf and enacted on my behalf, you know what I'm saying? Like, God moved things for me to be here. Um, so there's, you know, there were a ton of opportunities for, for this not to happen, and it happened. And I, I did my part, but even in just doing my part, there had to be some divine intervention. So I'm here because of those things. And that's been the story of my life. So um, I just trust it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, people gonna keep drinking. So yeah. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna stop. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> trying to start some other type of business. I don't know, like making printers. Like, okay, we not using <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you might be in trouble. You might be in trouble trying to make a printer. I was, I was thinking about starting a typewriter business, but then, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I was a little concerned. And then concerned, 1980 so. called. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They're making a comeback. Believe yeah. it or not. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't so, even know how know, to type. They are so loud. They don't teach it in school anymore. They don't, nah, need, they don't need to. They learn how to type how before they, they start writing. They don't do cursing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, so you know it's funny though you mentioned that um vinyl is making a comeback and this is low-key cassette tapes have low-key made a comeback you are not lying. they're not back okay hey hey listen they used <laughs> I, to be wait, wait are they even they're playing second players? like where are you playing this yeah i mean the nice but it's, it's, like, it's, it's did you watch the real housewives of atlanta yeah, she did give her a cassette tape. She did hand her a cassette tape. Was but it like a mixtape? Cool. <laughs> hey, it was, it was a gag part. gift. She gave her a tiny little boom box that had mm-hmm. a oh. player in there with a tape. Oh. Oh. So, so somebody's finding them someplace. I don't know where. I don't know where you could, like, I don't, where would Hold you? Hold on, let me check. Let me check Amazon. 
Go ahead. Do it, Derek. I'm sorry. No, listen, listen, listen. Hey, y'all didn't want to believe in Bitcoin either, but it's okay. No, it's all right. I don't know. I just this little thing called Google and Amazon, y'all don't want to believe in either, but you know, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too futuristic Jetson like yes. <laughs> there are cassette wow. players available on Amazon. Well, of course, on Amazon. Cool. Yeah. Everything is available on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, this, but think about if you could do cassette music. You don't can value with this man on Amazon. Don't you stop, <laughs> stop the music. You don't really want to stop. Uh. Hey, don't play with me. See, I'll just see. Oh, he don't need us. We could just be <laughs> right. 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 We don't have to be here. All right. So we're on to our next segment. All right. We got the money question. We are at $14,000. Oh my God. You get $14,000. Did I miss a couple shows? You did, boo. I'm <laughs> like, I didn't know we got to 14. Right. We got I'm like, I slept through a couple shows. Okay. Hey. I had to, I had oh, to check. Yeah. They don't- Y'all gonna change the money because yeah. stimulus and made them change the money. <laughs> I think we started at stimulus prices. I think we started. <laughs> we did. I think we started like a thousand. We did. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's why they changed. Yeah. It's like everybody got a thousand now. Everybody got fourteen hundred now. All right, you get fourteen thousand dollars. What are you doing with it? I'm putting it back in the business, which is not okay. sexy, but I'm putting it in the business. Hey. Right, I'm running the price up. Um. It's, it's that, like, there's, you know, like, I thought about this because, like, do I want to take a trip? Do I want to give it to somebody? But it's it's either in the, vi- in the business or some other investment type. But it's, I like betting on myself. And, and after talking to investors, too, like, investors, I love them. So if anybody want to send money this way and invest, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. We can have a conversation. But what I've come to realize, I got man, five hours you, on it. That, you know what? Just shoot me a, uh, uh, you know, you can't email me with five hours. Uh, DM. Yeah, I'll give you cash out. It's, yeah, it's Derek C. Westbrook. Shoot it. Derek C. Westbrook. Not even the LLC. You're going to shoot it to me. Uh, Derek C. Westbrook. That's the cash app you use for the $5. Um, anything. So now you know, two pieces of hair. I was like, <laughs> no, it ain't, it ain't a couple of sauces in here. I get the sauces. No, that'll get you two pieces of something. I mean, you're not getting no sides. You're not getting. <laughs> you ain't getting. You ain't no fries. You're just getting two pieces. Two pieces. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> see the five dollars threw me off. I ain't know what to talk about. But fourteen, fourteen grand, fourteen thousand dollars, fourteen thousand dollars is is would would definitely go straight into the business. Um. Or or one of the two businesses, and it'll, it'll be a reinvestment. It'll be, you know, opportunity to flip. Um, if you'd have asked me a couple months ago when um, when that stock was going crazy, you know what I'm saying? If it was a free 14 grand, I would have put it in that stock. And, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? GameStop, I would have put it in GameStop a couple months ago. But, <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I would have, you know what I'm saying? I tried to flip it, but some it, it'll go back into, into the, the retail space. Um, there's a couple things I like to do there. I mean, that's where my head is. Or it would go into this tour that we're doing. So we're trying to go on tour 2021 on 22. I want to focus on colleges a lot. You see how I focus, you know, you see that. But I'm um, going, doing this college tour in 2021, 22. That's probably where I put the money in because, you know, the children are our future. 
And if I can get them hooked, then we out here getting money. So ahead, um, I think I would um home improvement. I want to redo my master bath. Ooh. And I was Ooh. in your home. I was in your home state, Derek, um, the end of March. And we stayed at this Airbnb. And you know, Airbnb is a can be a hit or miss, right? Yeah. So we riding up to the yep. house and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit. Y'all know me. I was like, oh shit. I, I didn't book this. <laughs> Wait, what part? What part? I'm you surprised know you were in Airbnb. Airbnb. That's why I'm like, I don't even know. Oh, oh, that, that was because it was my best friend's um her daughter lives there and she's she was pregnant at the time at the end of March. And it was her brothers and sisters and some other family members and they all call me auntie. So it's a big family event. Everybody was tested. Everybody got most, mostly everybody had vaccination. Get to the house, open the door. This thing is laid out like it should be in a designer magazine. Mm-hmm. Come to find out it's a black woman who is a design architect off the chain. Mm-hmm. And so I started email. I found her on Facebook and I found her on Instagram and I started, you know, DMing her and she hit me right back was like, yo, I said, do you do, I'm staying in that room that you have on your Instagram page and it looks just like it. It, I was just totally unbelievable that the pictures match the actual property on the Mm -hmm. inside of the house. And I said, you know what, I'm going to redo my bathroom. And I asked her, do you, um, do you only do work in Tennessee and do you have a showroom? She said, no, showroom's coming up. However, I do do work outside of Tennessee. So I would 14 grand. I do we do my back. Where where was it? Where exactly? It's about five miles from the airport. That's all I know. Okay. Okay. I know where you're at. Um Nashville or Memphis. Oh, you were in Nashville. Because you said home state. I didn't know where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're actually right. I was in Memphis. Okay. Oh, oh okay. So five miles from the Memphis airport. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> whew, that, the neighborhood. Mm. Glad yeah, I grew up in Kansas. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let that one slide. It's okay. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Somebody else next. <laughs> Leslie. Yeah. Um, I would invest it in the squirrel suite. You <gasps> lied to me. Look at you. I knew she was going to do so special. Mm-hmm. That is so mm-hmm. I just want you to know you're the only one. You're trying to keep up parts from being um, edited out. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to make up for this Tyrese thing. All right. Uh, child. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we ain't forgot, sis. <laughs> Uh-uh. We no. We can't <laughs> I got a question after I got a question for y'all, but we, we gotta finish. Okay, um, yeah. Uh Tanisha, which was um I want uh some camera equipment, like for Ooh. Ooh. video. So very nice. A little mm-hmm. bit on that, and then a little leftover for um lipo and botox in Thailand. You want to okay. get a boat in Thailand? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, she no. said Botox and Botox. Lipo oh, I in thought Thailand. She said she a boat in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be selling boats. A, a light boat in Thailand. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm coming to Sarita. Sarita, what would you do with your money, Sarita? 
Girl, I just got my taxes done, so we just gonna we just gonna say that it's going to the taxes. Not sexy <laughs> answer, but it's you know. No, I, 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 I get sexy next week. Cause yeah, I'm gonna be sexy after this procedure. I <laughs> <laughs> land here we go. <laughs> oh, continuing. What'd you say, Derek? All right, go ahead, Derek. I was say, I was saying, no, Tanisha, you smart because you went to you you because you you went it. You rent the cost efficient rap, but it ain't cheap. So it's gonna be good work, but it ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? I see what you did though. That's smart. I see what you I see. I picked up what you put down. I see she's gonna come back. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you. So, so, yeah. since, so since there's a lot of um Tyrese and um Tyson disrespect out here, I want to know. Uh, on the spot, you know, I didn't warn you all, but if there's a song that I had to do samples and samples with from Tyrese, what song? From Tyrese, would you like to hear samples and samples with A and B? What song would you like, you know, Tyrese to sing to you individually if you have to sing one of So, do I know a Tyrese song? Let me start. Oh, that would be the question. Yeah, I name yeah. you one Tyrese song right now. It's it's fine, I ladies. Um, so we're gonna go with Sweet Lady. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I do know that. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Okay. You know I don't know. I'm a little upset with Tyrese too. I'm was he the well, other you know, T? He is messy. Yeah. He he's huh? messy. So maybe um, one of those. One um, I okay. So I want Tyrese to sing "Sweet Lady" to me, but <laughs> if I wanted you to pair wine with it, it would be "What You Like" featuring the brat. Oh, oh, see, I see. Oh, I like what you did there. What you like? Okay, okay. so that's my answer. Glennis, look down. I think she Googled it. Glennis, tell us what you find. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. I'm Googling something else. I ain't nobody thinking about Tyrese. You know, if you just said Marvin Gaye full time, I'm old school. I ain't on no shit Tyrese sing. <laughs> Tyrese not that young, though. And he like, he, well, he like my age, right? I don't know how old he is. I, you know I don't know. No, no, no. He got to be younger than he, he. No, 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 no. Tyrese. Tyrese, oh, Tyrese in his 40s. Y'all like in y'all mid-30s, mid to late 30s. Uh, okay. There you go. There you go. That's really cute. That's that's okay. really cute. Thank you. God bless okay. you. You see none of us being wine enthusiasts, okay? I'll <laughs> 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 get you back on the show. It's that special. You're just gonna leave that right there. Okay. Yeah, Tyrese is 42. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, right, time for our rapid fires. All right, uh, we're going roundabout. Everybody gives one answer. Okay, so either, either or. Here we go. First one. Oh, and all of these items have to do with Chicago. All right, let's go. Cooley High or Love Jones? Oh, that's Love Jones. Love Jones. Okay. The best soundtrack ever. Yeah, y'all like Cooley High? We liked That's it, but not, not like, okay. like, not okay. like Darius Love Jones. He made a cheese omelet. <laughs> he said, you see something else you might like? Lorenz is from Chicago. Okay, here we go. Next one. Barbershop or soul food? Ooh. Soul food. Soul food. Soul food. Soul food. Mm-hmm. Soul food. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's- We're going to go in a different direction. 
Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Home Alone? Home Alone. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right, we're going to have, have. Derek, what's your answer? So here's the thing. If I had to do, like, you talking about money, I'm going Home Alone because they got, they did like 12 of those. If we talking about culturally, Ferris Bueller. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm getting a bag, I'm going Home Alone. 68 of them. Okay. Uh, the Fugitive or The Untouchables? Oh. Two classics. Untouchables. Untouchables. Going with the Fugitives. Untouchables, yeah. Untouchables for me, too. The Fugitives is good, though. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Shy or Lovecraft Country? <gasps> oh. Don't even, don't yeah. even talk about it. It's, it's not even a comparison, I know, but. It's yeah. not fair, too. You can't do it. Yeah. I'm trying. I don't think I've seen Lovecraft Country yet. Okay. And, and oh, you got. You have to. You have to. Oh, I'll write nice. it down because I got to remember yeah. to watch it. Mm. Also, also the problem with the thing with Lovecraft is, uh, you know what I'm saying? Body goals. I'm. I've been in the gym. I was doing some curls. After watching Lovecraft, I was doing tons of curls. I was just right <laughs> all shoulders, chest, arms. And okay. After Lovecraft, I was like, okay. <laughs> you know they have a podcast. Yeah, the yeah, podcast is really good. The podcast is very good. Yeah, it was excellent. That's why my shirt is so tight. You see that? Oh yeah, we see it. Oh whoa, it's blinding! Oh my goodness! Woo. Can't even. Gotta look away. <laughs> see, see, you know what? I was, I was believing it, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, I didn't believe it no more. Well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> gotta look away. Serena, good luck with these edits. Okay, um, ER or Chicago Fire PD or Med? Yeah, those are three shows uh, filmed in Chicago. The three shows filmed in Chicago. ER? ER? You're crazy. Oh my goodness. Uh, ER was bomb, but I like Fire and PD. Man, I take it or leave it. Oh my goodness. I I got a moment. But I'm going to go with the new show. Okay. So I got a homie. I got a homie who's on Chicago PD. Um, oh, so who is he? Okay, is he black? First of all, that's not. <laughs> like, it's literally it's one black person on the show. <laughs> if I said it was a homie, I probably didn't want to specify. Hey. I mean, you, white, I mean, you know, we don't know your circle, dude. But okay, he's I mean, black. First of all, my circle is diverse. So don't right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. exactly. But no, about the one black person. Okay. No, they got two black always from around Chicago. So go with okay. that. Right, then. All right. So my last question is for Derek only. If you would pair a wine and a song that reminds you of Chicago, what would it be? I'm glad it's for Derek only. <laughs> so there's a record. I'm someone cheap. There's a record uh, by John Legend and Kanye West oh, called Home. Oh, um, it, um, and it's the original. So like Kanye redid it with uh, I think the guy from Coldplay, but it's not as good as the original with, with John John Legend and Kanye. Kanye. So that that record Home. Um, and if I had to do something that uh, more people would recognize, I would probably do. Um, uh, oh, I've been, I, and I, I'll do this because a couple of forevers, Chrisette Michelle, a couple of forevers would be the record. 
And a wine would probably be um, Loire Valley, Pinot Noir. So in Sancerre, so Sancerre makes Sauvignon Blanc, but they also do Pinot Noir. So I say any any Sancerre, any wine from any red or white from Sancerre and a couple of forevers. And the reason why I say the red or the white is because forever can look different for all of us and it can it can feel different and forever can change. Forever can be, you know what I mean? Like our, what we think of forever early on in a relationship or early on in whatever we love can change. And so I want to have the ability to, to allow it to change for us. Chris had Michelle, a couple of forevers, and then uh, Sancerre, the regent, uh, will be my parents. Which I might actually do. That's a beautiful like, answer. Yeah. Me and Leslie yeah, not like letting it. it change to the uh, white sancerre though. But all right. <laughs> I love the white sancerre and the rose and the red. Love everything. Yeah. Change there. Yes, love everything. So when's your exam? I mean, on what level of your exam are you taking at this point? Okay. Uh, advanced level three um, WSA exam is, is on Saturday, so less than a week from today. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm excited, nervous, scared. I took a, I've taken a couple of practice exams, and um, you know, I'm a probably gonna study right after this is over. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'll be fine. You pass with distinction. No, yeah. there you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I love it. I appreciate it. Best wishes. Thank you. And the love is good. It's gonna speak life over your life. That's mm -hmm. it. I, 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 I be waking up every morning, I, I, and I try to say I, I don't do it as much as I should, but I wake up and I try to say you know and you know affirmations about I will pass my level three uh, advanced tomorrow yes. exam April twenty fourth. Like doing those things help because you set the intention as you put that out in the universe, and you know God uh, and the universe will give it back to you on what you give to it. So. There you go. I love it. I keep telling yeah. the universe I'm gonna be a millionaire too. Come on, I see it. Yes. Mm -hmm. so, well, I mean, you so, just got fourteen thousand, so I mean, we'll see you. We build. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we build. Don't cry me a river. We building it up. We build and build it up and build it up. And now we're now started. We started. <laughs> I'm gonna say now <laughs> we a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> And so, Derek, where can everybody follow you? Oh, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram, Derek C. Westbrook. Um, on the Facebooks, book of faces, Derek C. Westbrook. Instagram, uh, Twitter is DC Westbrook underscore. But if you follow me, I don't want to. And my website, DerekCWestbrook.com. Thanks for joining us, Well Speak, guys. That is our show today. A big shout out to Derek Westbrook. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Believe it or not, we have never met Derek in person before. Well, I've met him once in passing at a, at a very large event, but our chemistry was very natural. Other than some social media exchanges, we've never met him. His energy is bright and warm, and uh, we love that guy to death. Uh, don't forget to check out um, Emeritus winery in california their pinot noirs are outstanding they were nice enough to send us some samples that's what we were sipping on today we do have a few more bottles that we need to share and uh, we will share them with each episode you can check out the links in our description box and um have a great week <laughs>